Welcome to the PowerShell News Podcast. I'm your host, Archie Dalawal. And I'm the co-host, Mick Pletcher. All right, Mick, once again, we're back. Hey, how are you? Hey, so let's focus, um, you know, so what's going on in our world right now, right? It's all about, it's it's a lot of security, security, security things, right? Uh, a lot of ransomware, uh, threat actors, and, and uh, you know, mal- malicious attacks and stuff like that. And e- even, you know, and, and more so now, I think given the situation in Europe um, that's going on, it's, it's like elevated even more, right? I mean, it's more prevalent. And, um, and I saw, you know, I, I got, um, you know, um, uh, my WordPress, um, a blog site, you know, I, I have it hosted and stuff like that through GoDaddy, right? I don't, I don't, um, you know, host it myself because in the past I used to have a lot of problems with it. When I used to host it myself, I used to get attacked all the time. I mean, my my blogs were were getting taken over and and um, and and you know messed with and stuff like that. It was just, it was horrible. So I have I've, I have my you know I don't do a lot of blogging but even then I you know I have it hosted and stuff so I did see the when I went into the portal that you know it informed me that you know how many um, uh, people or, or malicious uh, threats uh, were attempting to uh, you know guess my password or, or attempt to you know to do uh, password attacks and stuff like that on my own blogs which is pretty amazing it is uh, and and the thing is uh, likely how are they going to do it they're probably going to use powershell probably yeah yeah and and that's exactly what we are uh, we're going to talk about right so let's let's dive in into this so you, you know you brought up a few um good powershell topics on security things and and whatnot so there's one here from uh, CISA and Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, right? This is the, the government agency that, um, you know, um, monitors and, and, and provides information on cybersecurity stuff. So they have an article, um, you know, titled Keeping PowerShell Measures to Use and Embrace It. Okay. And so what they're talking about is is they're they're telling people don't get rid of PowerShell. They, yeah. in, in so many words, you know, a lot of companies are so wanting to uh, just say I'm done with PowerShell. This is it. We're gonna we're gonna uh, lock it down and never use it again. Yeah. And that's basically what they're saying here, right? It's like basically, you know, their recommendation is for proper configuration and monitoring of PowerShell as opposed to removing or disabling it entirely due to uh, its use by malicious actors. Um, uh, Yeah. So, uh, you know, you you and I had a lot of discussions about this, you know, uh, you know, uh, over the last year or so. Um, yeah, the, you're, you're right. You know, there's some organizations that go full swing and then say, hey, we're going to stop PS remoting. We're going to stop this. We're going to stop that. And you're basically then you render your PowerShell, you know, infrastructure uh, to, a, to, to almost nothing. Right. You can do automations and stuff like that. Yep. And, and you know, let, let's say you're even a, a moderate size organization, let's say, you know, um, at least 300 plus people, you're going to uh, have then likely configuration manager. Configuration manager uses PowerShell in a lot of areas. So what are you going to do to that? You're going to have to open it up there. You're going to have to open it up in exchange. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of areas. And you, you, so if you if you 
put the lockdown on it and you try to turn it off on everything, you're really going to mess some stuff up. Yeah. So, so the the bottom line is like instead of like you know uh, you know uh, chopping your foot and stuff like that, it's like trying to figure out what's the best way of you know putting your shoes on and you know the the you know. So uh, basically, how you configure your environment, right? Or what what security measures do you have in place? Um, you know, are you using the zero trust mindset? You know, um, verify explicitly and you know um, uh, always assume breach and so on and so forth, right? So, and also, you know, just-in-time access, you know, that's very, very important. Yep, uh, that, that is. Uh, it, it is uh, critical to have that. And here's another one. If, you, uh, if your organization has enough funds, get a zero-trust platform. Mm-hmm. That is huge. Uh, something like uh, Beyond Trust. They can lock it can lock PowerShell down, but it it will and like what you were talking about, the uh, just enough administration is is can be you know something like Beyond Trust that's a zero trust platform can give you just enough of that administration that you need and it locks everything else down. Okay. Yep. Yep. So is there anything else you want to add to this or the 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 well, there was uh, one, another one. So uh, when they issued that, then uh, ZDNet came out with an article expanding on that, and they actually go in um, pretty um, pretty detailed. It's called uh, NSA, comma, uh, CISA say, don't block PowerShell. And in the article, basically, they come out and they, they talk about um, uh, the New Zealand National Cybersecurity Center and what they said that basically credential protection uh, is critical during PowerShell remoting. Uh, network protection on uh, PowerShell remoting, anti-malware scans. Obviously, that's that's a big plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then constrained PowerShell and application control. And you know, here's another big one: is um, whitelisting. That is yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, and and actually, that's one of the uh, tools that I'm actually writing right now is a whitelisting tool in PowerShell that um, that, that basically uh, goes into a bit. It grabs every application the moment a, um, a build is laid down and updates are applied, and then it creates a whitelist from that so that you yeah. know, uh, you know, you know, a fresh build was just laid down. Here's the files to whitelist. Anything else, you know, especially, and then you do a, it will do a second uh, scan after all your uh, applications are installed, and then it sets your uh, whitelist at, at that point also. And then basically anything else that appears in the future is blocked until you right. approve. And another another recommendation is to use the you know the most uh, updated uh, PowerShell basically PowerShell seven, uh, you know because PowerShell seven point two includes uh, new security measures like prevention, detection, authentication, and so on and so forth. So, you know, uh, embrace the new, right? Absolutely, it's just you know we're uh, PowerShell is such a powerful tool in in your platform, and I think we all can relate to this. No matter how big your organization is, there's never enough employees there yeah, <laughs> to yeah. do everything. And you know stuff like PowerShell is just critical to help you automate stuff to get the stuff done that you know you that you really need other employees helping, which you just know you're not going to get. Yeah. So and another big piece about all of this stuff, as you know, as you are trying to mitigate security risk and, and things like that, is to make sure you're doing you know log collection. Make sure you're you know collecting logs with PowerShell, and you can do that in an automated fashion as well. 
Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, we touched a little bit on that on our last episode. And and that is huge, the log collecting, because, um, y- you know, you can turn on logging for uh, any time PowerShell is run on your network, any commandlets, scripts, anything, it will log them. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and then you can track them, especially if you have a uh, uh an outsourced or if you actually if you're big enough and you have your own department of network security, you know, to be able to monitor those logs. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Make sure, you know, collect as many logs as you can, as much as you can and, you know, retain them for a specific period of time. Because, you know, uh, when malicious actors come into your network, they're not actually executing things, you know, on that day. Right. They linger. They, they're testing. They're, you know, seeing how far they can go, what they can get, you know, for about, you know, sometimes they're there for like 60 days, 90 days or even longer uh, before you even have any um, any knowledge that they you know someone's in your uh, network absolutely and you know what's funny about that is a lot of times it's some slip up that they do yes that, that then they they trigger an alarm on your network and then you ca- you got them but then of course at that point it may be too late yep yep so even and- logs you know logs from applications logs from you know uh servers and things like that these are all like fair game um you know, there are some third-party, uh, you know, uh, solutions out there that they cost a lot of money, but they do the job, right? They do what they, they're supposed to do, um, or you can build your own. Absolutely, yep. And, uh-huh. and I mean, you know, it's it, it's not that difficult to build your own um, if, if, you're, if you're even moderately good at PowerShell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And, and just to expand a little bit on that part, also, there um, you, you not only uh, can do the um, PowerShell logging, but you can do command line logging too. Because you know, if if let's say they can't get anywhere with PowerShell, they'll probably go straight command line. But you can they you can actually turn on uh, command line uh, logging also, though. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. But uh, while on that, also on that topic here, though, uh, there was a very interesting video that I watched here um, by Lee Holmes, and it's called Defending Against PowerShell Attacks. And that's on YouTube, uh, and it is fantastic. All right. Yeah, yes. I think, yeah, Defending Against PowerShell Attacks is the title of the YouTube show. Uh, definitely check it out. It's about 33 minutes. Um, and, yeah, he goes through... Um, a deep dive into um, exactly how um, how things work uh, with attacks and and with PowerShell. And how you he also talks about how you should set your network up to you know especially do the logging, and then he even shows some some charts in the video there of okay here's PowerShell in in the scheme of the whole. Uh, Windows environment. This is all PowerShell has does in your environment. So if you block this, this is all you're protecting, and every all these other avenues can be used to attack. So don't feel like it because you're gonna, you know, lock PowerShell down that you're safe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then um, you know, last but not least, you know, we just want to you know um, uh, just quickly highlight a couple of uh, uh, malicious uh, uh, things that have happened. Um, that out there, um, for example, one you know uh, that uses power, uh, malware that uses PowerShell to inject malicious extension into Google Chrome. Um, so 
Yeah, so this is designed so once it's added to a victim's browser, uh, it redirects the user through online advertising and stuff like that, triggering you know revenue for you know uh, someone else, for for example, whatever. Um, so yeah, um, people are getting creative. People are getting you know smarter and you know trying to find you know some easier ways and some automated ways to to be bad. So oh, absolutely, and and it's just going to get worse. Mm-hmm. And that's that's also demonstrates why every administrator should learn PowerShell. Yeah, because yeah. if you if you don't know PowerShell and, and and the hackers do, you're way behind the game. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, uh, do you want to talk about the last one? Sure. Uh, let's see here. The last one here is Microsoft Office Zero Day, I guess. Is that? Yes. Actually, I was looking at the other one. Uh, how to encrypt PowerShell scripts. Oh, we, we talked about that. But, oh, yeah. That's right. We did. Okay. Yeah. So this I one's I got, about... I guess I got a little behind the time on that. Yeah, there's an article from uh, The Bleeping Computer. Uh, one of my one of my favorite uh blog sites actually for a lot of information uh it's an article about a you know a month or so uh oldish uh just you know mentioning there was uh, a malicious uh, uh issue with uh, uh some office zero day uh, that was executed with powershell uh, i don't have a lot of details about it so um but yeah yep and and i don't either but um I mean, it was yeah. It's a new form of attack, and uh, and obviously so shocking. PowerShell. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, I, and I think I, this one's already mitigated uh, with with some patches and stuff. So um, I I don't believe this is an issue now. But yeah. And I was going to mention one last thing, and this was a a publication that I did, and actually we had a um, a threat actor try to get into our network. Um, a good a good while ago, and actually this this w- alerted us that they were there, and we were able to stop them dead in their tracks. So if you if uh, if you're curious, you can come out to uh, uh, Mix IT Blogs, and it's called uh, Multiple Machine Logon Reporting. Yeah, and it's it's a PowerShell tool that I wrote that basically uh, I implemented it in. Um, uh, it can be implemented in Azure Automation uh, and so basically what it does is it runs on your network and it tracks uh, – you select the amount, amount of times that a user logs in to a um, machine over – into multiple machines over a period of time. So we had it – so if somebody logs into um, more than four machines over a seven-day period, then it sends an email. And that is exactly what happened. They logged into multiple machines the first day. And we got the alert, and we started troubleshooting, and there we found out that, yeah, somebody had gotten somebody else, uh, one of the employee's credentials, and was logging in. Mm. And uh, so this does work. Okay. We were were able to stop them dead in their tracks. Yeah, yeah. So – Amazing. I will say this too. You know, it, the the script was written for our environment, so there's likely. I mean, if if you don't know PowerShell and you're just getting started, there's a good possibility you may have to, you know, modify it to work in your environment. Yeah, and uh, you you blogged it, you said. 
Yes, it's called. Uh, it's out on Mix IT Blogs, and oh. it's called Multiple Multiple Machine Logon Reporting. Oh, perfect, perfect. So people can can grab that and then just uh, custom it to their own environments and stuff. But you know, with anything, please test it. You know, if you're going to use these uh, these scripts, just test it in a test environment, see how it works. Maybe fine tune it. Um, and uh, these are community um, uh, community shares. Yeah, and 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 here's this, and I have it in the blog, but just how it works is that runs the like I said the PowerShell script and it looks for those parameters, and then um, basically if it sees them, it writes it to a file, and then it uses uh, the email server to send out an email mm-hmm. to the um, uh, to the appropriate staff with the list of machines that 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 user has logged on to. Yeah, notifications important. That's that's yeah, that's perfect. Like knowing it, about it. it and I'll tell you, here's the other thing about it, and this is how I actually ran across it. It was when I was um, uh, just kind of experimenting with Configuration Manager SQL. You have to have Configuration Manager for this to work because that's what it uses, is Config Manager, uh, where Config Manager looks – basically, it logs all your um, – every machine you log into, and then it sees, okay, if you log into this machine X amount of times, then this must be your primary machine. That's what tells right there. In, in that logging in Config Manager is what can be used for uh, forensics here. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, perfect, perfect. So, anyways, yeah, I think that's all. Do you have anything else to add? Or? I don't. Okay, I think that covers it for you know some security news relating to PowerShell. So there's always more to come, and you know the uh, landscape is you know always changing. Week by week, day by day. So what we say today may not be, you know, valid, um, and then there'll be something else uh, before we record the next one. So, anyways, uh, we don't have anything else. This is uh, nice and short and sweet. Um, until next time, you know where to find us. And I'm Hooch on Twitter, H O O R G E. And I'm Mick underscore Pletcher on Twitter. All right. So cheers, everybody. Cheers. Mm-hmm.